you. So today on the show, I've got Vic Invades, who I'm super happy to have Vic on because I've been trying to get hold of Vic for ages. And Vic is, he's an elusive and talented man who's often too busy just doing amazing things with cameras. And uh, But the big thing is that I met Vic a while ago when we were shooting in New York. And he was uh, covering some, helping us sort of film some of the billboards we had in Times Square. And I was like, oh, this guy's really, really nice guy, like really talented, really humble. And then I, I looked online and was like, holy, oh my God, some of your pictures and videos blew me away. And I was digging a little deeper and I didn't realize I was in the presence of a sort of an online celebrity here. So I was kind of like, this guy's like, he's super humble and talented. This is fascinating to me. So I've been wanting to get him on, but as I said, he's a busy guy. So thank you, Vic, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I appreciate you for inviting me on to your podcast. I yeah. appreciate it. No, this is awesome. So like, as we were sort of saying, you're a man of many talents. And <clears throat> like I said, from the very beginning, I was blown away by like, like technical skills, but also you're super switched on when you were digging into kind of your role and in Instagram and how that's like uh, facilitated you to kind of work all over the place and do paid gigs and, you, you struck me as a kind of credible influencer. There's a lot of people playing at it, but you were mm-hmm. really doing it and you were putting a lot of graft and hard work into it. So I really respected that. So thank you for, for the people listening. Um, this is one I, I really think a lot of people should pay attention to because for me, you're a really strong, positive representation of an upcoming generation who are leveraging social media to change their lives in, and they're doing it through talent and hard work. It's not, um, shot tactics and attention seeking and kind of acting out to go look exactly. at me look at me there's there's the, like you know even if if social media wasn't around and, and this was like 12, 15 years ago I still think you would have been equally as hardworking and as talented and you were looking to disrupt things so um, yes. for those of you who haven't found you yet um, just a little bit of a background of kind of how you got into this um, I guess your origin story if you could just fill people in that'd be great Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll give everyone the origin story. So, um, you know, I've been, I've, I've actually been shooting for about ten years already. You know, so, um, I'm, I, you know, at, at the moment I'm not a novice. I once was. You know, now I'm at, I'm at a point where I have an understanding of, you know, how I want to circulate my aesthetic and how I want people to perceive it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, ultimately, um, I first began as a sketch artist, and okay. sketch artist. You know, I would go out to certain locations like 42nd Street, and what I would do is I would like to sit and I would like to observe my environment, and I would draw it and I would sketch it and I would see things as they were. Um, it got to a point where I would say to myself, I need something a little bit quicker. I, 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 need, I need a quicker fix. I need something that can capture reality quicker. So, you know, I instantly was drawn to the camera. The camera was what was, you know, what was able to allow me to capture what I saw at the split second because I like to share, I like to preserve memories. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest things. That, that's, one, that's one of the biggest things I've lived by is to preserve memories and make sure I can keep it as it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, one thing, too, is um, there was a girl a while back who actually got me my first DSLR camera away from, you know, the smaller PSP cameras, the smaller Olympus Handy cameras that I was using to film skateboarding with. It was a girl who actually introduced me to my first Nikon D3200, and that was where everything started. You know, um, after me and her broke up, then my camera was the only thing that I had. So I went outside, you know, I started to go to buildings, I started to see things that were interesting, and I started to take it into my own hands. I wanted to, I wanted to let people see how I felt at that moment, because that was a very vulnerable time for me. You know, I felt like I had to put it all out there. I, had to, I felt like I had to be 
extremely transparent with the people who were seeing me do this work. I didn't want them to think that I was doing it, you know, for shock factor, you know, like just to gain attention. That was just where my mind was at. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like I had to find an escape and, you know, me going to places that people don't normally get to go to, like the rooftops and tunnels was sort of my way of showing it. Yeah. So, so that's pretty, that's pretty much the origin. You know, I mean, it, it can get deeper, but I feel like we would have to have a more in-depth breakdown talk about that because I mean, there's so many, there's so many reasons for why I have a camera, yeah. you know, but, but one of the biggest, like one of the biggest reasons is because, you know, it was sort of a therapy for me. It, it, it was something that was able to keep my mind occupied, you know, away from the drugs, the violence, you know, the gangs, the things that my peers were getting into around me. It was something that was able to keep me within a sort of small bubble, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it kept me safe. Which it kept is, me extremely safe. Which is amazing because it, it's not, um, I mean, the photos I've seen you taking, uh, they're, they're extraordinary. You know, they, they, I can see how that, I you were honing that by doing the sketching because that's the thing isn't it always looking compositions proportions exactly how how much can I render that and then it's it's really I really like the sentiment of like you're capturing memories I know that as I get older I swear my brain is like a hard drive that's filling up I kind of (laughs) I have to get rid of stuff I can't remember anything and it's like when I look back at old photos I'm right back there so I love that sentiment and but these weren't just ordinary photos though you're being you know humble again because I think you were well, you were taking extraordinary photos of the underground and kind of like it was that sort of it was those kind of photos that we've seen of abandoned train stations and mm-hmm. up at the top of really high video high, it's not video buildings sorry and i learned a lot about this because i watched a, a new york times video sort of documentary yeah. about you you know which was like <laughs> oh my god i know that guy so uh, so tell us about these photos because obviously like you said it was great gave you something to sort of focus on and to keep, yep. to keep out of trouble, which, you know, especially when you're going through a breakup, is hard. But what type of photos were you taking and what drew you to kind of to explore the sort of unseen side of New York? OK, so, um, you know, in my neighborhood, um, I've seen a lot of kids, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll tell me that they're afraid to leave their environment. They're afraid to experience new things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the biggest things that I've, you know, that I've always like thought of was I. I've always said to myself, you know, like maybe I can be the Robin Hood of photography for the people who are in my neighborhood, just you know, for my immediate peers. Yeah. I wanted to give them an example of getting up and going out and, you know, searching for things to find, you know, to get into. You know, whether it be an abandoned subway, a high rooftop or a party, anything. You know, I, I wanted to show people that there are exciting things right below your feet and above you. All you have to do is go out and search, you know? you know, you can find things that are just extraordinary. So um, I sort of wanted to show people locations that they were not normally able to see. Yeah. You know, I wanted to sort of break the boundary and show people that they can literally get up and they can go out and they can find cool things to get into and they can, they can broaden their horizon. They can, they can open their consciousness and learn more about what's going on in their immediate surroundings. You know, it's, it's sort of like dissecting it. I wanted people to, and how you know how the environment works you know like how how the perspective looks from where i am from where they are if that makes sense i, I want to give people a certain type of it's weird it, it's pretty complex but that was the vision you know the the vision was to sort of like show people a perspective of them while they're not paying attention while i'm observing them yeah during their day so so suppose i'll be on top of a building i that's me observing 
you know, the world. I like, I like, I like to observe the world and see how everything sort of moves according to plan. It's, 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 it's almost like life is like a hard drive from what I was observing yeah, yeah. from above. Everyone kind of like goes about their day. Everyone goes shopping. Everyone leaves their job, you know? And I just wanted to, to capture that essence. You know, like, even when I capture a look down of a shot, I'm capturing everyone in that shot. Everyone is in my image. Yes. I want to, you know, give everyone an example of what's going on, of what they're not paying attention to. You that, know, that makes a lot of sense. That was true. Like when yeah, I remember yeah. you saying it was kind of um, all these things are around you and you never notice them. And you're showing exactly. kind of because the angles you're getting are pretty extreme. Like you were seriously high. You're seriously on the edge yeah. of these buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's the uncovered, like um, kind of New York subway and in, in old buildings that are like you know run down and dangerous. But yes. I remember you saying it's kind of like I want people to kind of see another side of the world that they inhabit, and I they don't need to take the risks you're taking. You they can live through your photos, kind of thing. Yeah, they can live vicariously through the images. Yeah, because you know, you know another thing too is that um you know sometimes it can be a gift and a curse. I feel like. Sometimes I may be too fine-tuned into detail, mm-hmm. you know, like that I see so much detail in things that, you know, I feel like I need to put myself in that position so others can see the detail that I see. Yeah. You no, know, because, I mean, sometimes I can explain it, but I feel like capturing it is much easier for me. You know, it's, it's, more, it's more of something that I capture in an instance because, you know, like I say, sometimes I see things at like a certain speed and I feel like I need to slow down and capture it and analyze it so I can understand what's actually going on at the moment so I can give people an explanation and I, you know, I can allow people to live vicariously through it so that that'll motivate them to go out and do the same thing that I do, you know, not the same thing, but more, you know, you know, more do it in their own formula, in their own way, a way that works for them. Well, that's always the sort of the gift of a really creative person is to kind of, to show the world to people in a new way and for Mm -hmm. you to always be kind of inspired by things that are, that are always new and surprising. And it's that weird thing of, what makes something aesthetically pleasing exactly. is all very personal, but it's like if you are, if you, you know, that you look at anyone like Picasso or any photographers, they see something like an angle or a look or a shape, and they're like, that's beautiful, that's stunning, I have to capture that. And so exactly. that's the same thing you're going through. And but, but, but I think the beauty is that anyone can look at your pictures and still be like, wow, because, mm-hmm. you, and I think they're almost kind of, um, You've definitely set a trend there that, you know, the, the pictures of you sort of sitting at the top of a skyscraper with your just legs outstretched. Mm-hmm. It just, I get vertigo looking at those. And they're, they're, <laughs> they're beautiful photos of the way the exposure, the lighting, the detail, the composition, they're really definitely. well done. So like I said, I was, I was, when I watched like you in action filming the stuff for us, I was like, yeah, he's getting some good shots here. Um, and the video stuff is all really nice. And then I was like, oh my God, these photos are stunning. So yeah. obviously you're still doing bits and bobs and that. The other side of it, I guess, is how did that evolve? Because obviously, if you're doing this, there is an element of risk. You know, you're you're up at places you probably shouldn't be, and you've mm-hmm. got to make a living, and it's very time consuming. You know, you're 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 in love with what you're doing, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of planning. There's a lot of equipment. There's like you've got to time it right. You you're risking getting prosecuted. So, so mm-hmm. what, how did you? So when you talked to me about you, you started to slowly get more and more of a following. So talk about like yeah. how that picked up and how that started to change things for you. Um. Yeah, yeah, the following part is the part that, that made it a little bit difficult, but it made it also easier for me to do what I want to do because, you know, when you're, you know, when you're putting out aesthetically pleasing things, mm-hmm. sometimes people can overlook it, you know, yeah. and they'll say, okay, this is, this is good. As long as he's putting out good, responsible work, we're cool. You know, like, 
I've always tried to make sure my image wasn't a reckless image. I, I, I tried to show people that I go up there and I do things responsibly and I make sure that no one gets hurt. And I, you know, I let people see that I, I put a lot of forethought into what I do before I do it. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is a plan and I understand that others around me can get hurt too. So I like to make sure that everyone is safe. I like to, you know, be, you know, be more transparent on what's going on with me and what's going on with the people that aren't me. Yes. You know, so before I bring myself to any location, I always make sure that my mind is right. I always make sure that I don't have anything internally bothering bothering me. And I always make sure I'm hyper sharp focused. Yes. You know, like, I make sure that everything is going according to plan. If not, I'm going to go spend some time with a lady, you know, yes. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, you know, go skateboard. I'm going to go party. I'm going to go film random, regular things, yeah. you know, to conduct my day so that I don't have to put myself in that position and I don't have to hurt anyone else who is not expecting to be hurt that day, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, that's true to your thing of like, it was never about the shock tactics. You know, you're going to get morons who are kind of going to go, I need to go higher. I need to go more extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone's going to slip and that's it. They're gone. You see these exactly. Russian guys climbing these buildings, like mm-hmm. hanging on with one hand, and you're like, yeah, well, this no, is amazing. No, but how are you going to top that? You're, a death is the, there's a, it's only going one way. And it's like people weirdly will kind of tune out because I have yeah. seen that. This is boring. He had one hand, you've got two. It's kind of, mm-hmm. you're doing it for the, and it's like they said, there is an end. And it's not a good one to do that approach. So I love the fact you're still kind of, it, I'm really professional, really serious, really committed, and also respecting other people. And so the exactly. following started to grow because the photos are beautiful. And obviously mm-hmm. that's that's a blessing and a curse because you get an equally praise and probably jealousy is a factor in oh, that. Yes, a lot of jealousy. Um, you know, because just like graffiti in New York City and anywhere around the world, uh, people will most definitely see you as a person that they would like to be. They would love to be in that position. So, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, you know, a lot of people came into it, you know, searching for fame, fortune, or whatever they're searching for. I'm not really sure, you know, but yeah, they've seen examples of 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 what they of what they can achieve, you know, just by watching me, yes. you know. And people can give me that energy, you know. And I mean, um, I mean, I'm I'm all for it. I I like to converge that energy into in, into positive energy. You know, most of the time I'll sit down and I'll talk with them and I'll ask them like, what's going on? You know, like, how can I help you? What can we work on together? you know, in order to, you know, boost us both, you know, like what, you know, whatever, you know, what did I do that, that might've sparked that, that, you know, that amount of jealousy, you know? So I try to figure out and, and nip the situation in the butt before it can escalate. Yeah. That's rare, man. But, it's, um, it's, it's it, you know, there's a hump, you know, to be, to do that takes a lot to put the ego aside and not mm-hmm. get dragged into all that bullshit. So that's, 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 yeah. that's admirable. Because, yeah. Because, you know, the ego, you know, the ego is, is most definitely a, a, a great way to, to, to self-destruct because, you know, everything that we have right now can easily be taken away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, Instagram can go tomorrow, you know, like the Internet can go tomorrow. And then, you know, and then, what you know, what else do we have? But that's also one thing, too. You know, um, I've been going out more and I've been trying to make more fine tune connections with real people, you yeah. know, who do things so that in case certain things do happen, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to retain a relationship yeah. and I'll be able to still maintain my my image and my name and my credibility as a photographer. So, you know, I'm, I'm working on more real life things and I'm using my social media as more of a tool to let people know that I'm still active. Yes. So, yes, I noticed you, you, you're definitely starting to evolve um, mm-hmm. from, you know, like you said, you've done the buildings and the subways and there's all that. That's, that's still something that you're going to cover, but I can yeah. see there is a, there is a, you're always 
thinking forward, you're, you're looking to evolve. And you were telling me about um, you get lots. So like I'm interested in the kind of influencer style. You were showing me videos of you filming on like uh, what are they called like those. Is it paragliders or those? Oh, the paragliding, yeah. Yeah, which is nuts. But it's also like you were being flown <laughs> to LA by a brand to do some filming there. So I was like, oh my God. So I'm a cynic. And like, but you want to, you don't want to believe the influencers or lifestyle can happen. But you were like, no, no, yeah, I'm doing it. I've got so many DMs I don't even check now. Have a look. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> God. And these aren't I've like crazy. I mean, so, lately I've been taking a lot of time and I've been, you know, I've been taking a lot of time and I've been like, you know, carefully talking to people like in the, in the direct messages. Yeah, it's not that I want to. It's because um, sometimes life can be so overwhelming, you know. And it's like, you know, I can't answer every question. I don't have the answer to every question. So sometimes I need to carefully read the direct message and see what the person wants to, you know, like you know what they want to get into. I mean, it could be a collaboration. It could be business. It yeah. could be anything. You know, people sometimes just want attention or they just want to talk yeah. or they mean answers about photography. You know, so I try to like you know, do it one, you know, one day at a time. And I try to give people as much attention as possible, but I can't reach out to everyone. It's, it's, it's kind of difficult, you know, cause the well, brain can, they'll take you down, but there is an element of, um, it, it's good to be generous, but it, it, it will come at a cost, whether that's time or like energy. Yeah. And it, as you say, it's like, I want to help people, but there's a limit, you know, I, I've actually got to earn a living. I'm busy working. Yes, and I know exactly. like uh, a friend of mine, he's really good at like getting back to his community, but like, it's crazy like the commitment he has to put in it's like hundreds of dms a day oh my. and it's like yeah. phew, man I, I i'm i'm the stand he can sort of maintain it but so but but obviously when a good offer comes through you're like yes this is going to be exciting so tell me about some of the sort of opportunities that have come your way through like influencer work and you know working with brands okay so um so 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 actually one of the one of the most recent and one of the most amazing opportunities that I've had um was when I was working with Blue Vates uh you know they were trying to sort of you know remove themselves from the vape community yeah if that makes sense but you know they were still a vape company but they were trying to involve influencers and get more people involved with it you know with it to to, to, to make it more you know to, to you know to make it something where people can I can't I can't find the correct word to it's use. It's kind of they like were, um, make it, I guess, more of a sort of lifestyle brand that's part of everyday life rather than a kind of being associated with just smoking and vaping. It's kind of exactly we yeah. want to, as you say, distance ourselves from that and the bad news and just make it something that cool people just do when they feel like it kind of thing. Exactly. You're right about that. Something, yeah, something more relatable, yeah. you know, where people look at it and they can relate with that. So um, so basically, you know, one of the opportunities was um, – they contacted me and they, were, and they were saying, you know, just make a few speeches for your Instagram story. You know, like we want to basically give you a vlog environment. We want you to vlog your your experiences and we want to build that experience around you so that you can create the content that you want to create. And you can also, you know, draw those followers into us, too. But it was, it was more of a collaboration. But basically, um, you know, um, they flew me out to to Santa Barbara first to go film the paragliding. They, they, um, they allowed me to do training for three days. I learned everything super quickly. For some reason, I don't know, I retained it super quickly. I learned it. Um, you know, like, we spent a lot of time out there. We spent, like, a week in Santa Barbara, hit the beaches, went paragliding a few times, uh, you know, got to know the people out there, got to do basically whatever I wanted in the location. Uh, they held me down with, like, a little, like, a little, I guess, I guess a little debit card with some money on it, you know, like, so they... They allowed me to basically spend as much as I wanted. 
at that immediate time in that location, you know? So, nice. I mean, I did that, you know? And I took, I took full advantage of it. Um, after that, um, they they wanted me to um, to fly down to L.A. To, to basically do whatever I wanted. So, you know, they were saying, oh, you know, just, you know, like, we'll, um, we'll get you an Airbnb in, in, in whatever location you wanted. So I chose downtown in um, L.A. because, you know, just the, the busiest location to be in yeah. if you're going to be. So, you know, I went down there and I sort of used that time. To, 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 to make extra friends and just build on, you know, certain connections and just like, you know, just basically build for when I return. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, you know, that was the purpose of it. I was like, okay, I, I'll take advantage of it, you know, use it for what it is. I think that's kind of the way, in a way, the, old, the, the ideal solution is where you collaborate with someone and it's mutually beneficial because you, you kind of trust them to go, look, you just create content that our audience yeah. are going to want to watch. And mm-hmm. we're not going to try and tell you what to do. And I think that's where you get like traditional advertising where I was from, where you're kind of, it's all scripted and actors and it's all forced on you. And then the flip yeah. side is kind of this other side of like, no, no, we're just going to partner with cool people and kind yeah, of exactly. just give them a bit of cash to film some stuff. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds yeah. really vague, but it is actually, it's an attention economy. It's all about providing compelling content that people want to watch and share. And if the brand exactly. is supplying that, then there is a, a trust factor built with that brand is that you know they 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 like following what you're up to on the brand's channel so i i kind of it i commend their bravery to do it because it can't be mm-hmm. easy but i also respect the fact that you don't you you get it as well it's like i'm not going to take advantage but i'm not going to hold back you know you picked me mm-hmm. for a reason so i'm going to really make the most of this and that makes sense i like that exactly you know and and, and one of the things too is that um you know i've gotten to a point where um I started to treat my social media and, 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 and the influencer image that I have as a business. Yeah. You know, because um, I also understand how a radio station can have a certain amount of viewers and, you know, an influencer can have their own platform to have their certain amount of viewers too. So I understand how businesses can reach out to me and what they'll want to do is they'll want to sort of come up with a business plan that can integrate my viewers with their viewers you know, so that's sort of what I'm trying to like. I mean, that's something that I should take advantage of and I want to take advantage of just because it's a platform that, you know, people who agree with me and people that understand me follow me. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's like I'm forcing anyone to do anything. I'm I'm trying to, like, allow people to live vicariously through what I do. And I try to keep it as truthful as possible so that it can be as believable as possible, you know? Yeah, I think that's, that's the ideal partnership, isn't it? Because like you said, you're, you're living yeah. your life. You're just mm-hmm. documenting what you're doing and how you feel. And people exactly. just want the escapism to sort of tune in. And it's that thing of there's no, there's no, uh, I guess, it's completely transparent. You're not expecting anything of anyone. There's no, mm-hmm. the, there's no sales funnel. There's no long play. You're exactly. not, you know, it's kind of, this is me, this is who I am. And I think that that's, I, the, what's interesting is that you become more bulletproof if you can develop that engaged audience. I know that like with stand-up comedians, you can see how before they would rely on doing radio, doing press, getting bookers yeah. to sell tickets. Now it's like, no, I just have my podcast. I do my social media. Like one of the best mm-hmm. people I like to follow is Chris D'Elia. And okay. he's, he's amazing on social media because he just like he's a funny guy and he's yeah. stupid and he just mm-hmm. does stupid things. But they're not wacky. They're kind of, there's talent there and there's intelligence. Talent, and you yeah. just follow him. You're like, this guy is stupid and entertaining Exactly. But I can't stop watching, and I really like it. And his podcast is the same, and he just and all of a sudden it's like spirals, and you're like, oh my god, this guy is like he's selling stupid merch, which is all in jokes, and you go, right. ah, this is all he has to do. He's been doing his podcast for three years. He did a thing where 
this is how so like he he takes the piss out of things as he sees it and he was doing like an impression of Eminem and he was sort of saying how Eminem just sort of mumbles and just makes the words sound the same. I've seen that. I've seen that. And he was like, and he did a, yeah. and he did like a piss take of like uh, in the cipher, like in his garage. <laughs> like, but Eminem <laughs> saw it and loved it, and then he had him in his video. So you're like, yeah. And it's like this is, and he just is like, this is crazy. I'm just having a laugh, but it's working. So I do. Exactly. So he's a guy who just you just watch him because he's goofy and funny, but you know deep down there's talent. And I think that's the kind of. It's the beautiful sweet spot of this is what I'm doing. If even if there wasn't a camera on me, I'd probably be doing like this. Doing it exactly. But also because there is a camera on you, you're kind of like I'm beholden to no one, and that mm-hmm. I've got the freedom of I'm my own boss, which is really liberal. And I think that is kind of where you'd want people to get to with social media. So you're, instead of I've always been a bit cynical, like thinking a bit like a digital treadmill, like you've mm-hmm. always got to be on it, always pumping out content, even if you don't want to or your heart's not in it. But I yeah. think if you, if you can hit that sweet spot where you combine your your sort of life, your talent, and your your point of view, and you find people that agree with that or want to follow that, that's that's ideal. Exactly, that, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do at this moment too. That's why, um, you know, I took a lot of time to post more of my skating. Yeah, you know, I've noticed that. More, yeah, you know, I I want people to learn more about me so that they can understand, you know, who I am. And especially since I have the the, the 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 blue the blue verification check on my Instagram now, yeah, yeah, it got to a point where you know sometimes people can see the facade, the blue check. You know they'll 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 see that and they won't see the person. So I need I need to give people more of who I am so that they can see why I have it. They want to see what I do. So I'm like, okay, you know, like I'm 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 a fun I'm a fun loving guy. I go out, I, I conduct my business on the side, but I still have a life. You know, like I, yeah. I still I still, I still hang with my friends all the time. You know, like, but there's, I'm but still regular. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I respect the fact you're, you're, like, when I met you, you were completely down to earth and consistent mm-hmm. and humble, talented. But like, and then it was like, yeah, but you know, I've got, I've got, I'm building towards something. There's, there's a plan here. I'm not just gonna settle mm-hmm. for this and believe the hype of what people are saying. And exactly. you, and, and before we talk, we started. We were saying that you've got big plans. So like, now you've got obviously the skateboarding. And you've been mm-hmm. asked to collaborate in kind of lifestyle brands and modeling and music and all this kind of stuff. So what, what tell, tell us a little bit about how this is, this is always moving forward, the plans for the sort of this year and next. Okay. So, um, it's, damn, this is, this is, this, this is a crazy question. Cause it's, it's weird. I, I sort of had everything planned at a certain part when I, like when I started to see the potential, mm-hmm. you know, like, like when I saw the potential of it, then I was saying to myself, okay, you know, maybe I can do different things. I, 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 I I can make my life more enjoyable, you know, like I can still work and I can still be humble and I can still be enjoy, you know, I, I can still enjoy the moment, but let me, um, can you like rerun that question again about the modeling? Let me, let me try to give you a better. Like, a yeah. Better. I guess it's kind of, um, what things I guess are in the pipeline for you. So it's always a balance of opportunities that people are offering you and talking about. And yeah. then there's always kind of, the way you see it evolving and that, that that you might not be able to answer that because it's this case of it's always changing so i always have to keep repositioning what i thought i was doing because the goalposts are moving sort of thing yeah that's that that's sort of the issue you know i i can't really put a i i can't really put a like a point on like on what i think my future is going to be like you know like everything is i'm sort of just adjusting to what's happening you know like on the spot like if I get a, if I get a hit up for this company or if I get a hit up for that company, like I sort of have to say, okay, um, 
I have to adjust how I do this now, and I have to adjust how I do this. But I mean, everything is enjoyable. I'm, I'm not doing anything I don't want to do. Yeah. You, like if I get an opportunity that's insane, I just won't take it. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, like it might, it 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 might like you know correspond with my character yeah. or the image that I already put out. You know, like if they want me to be super corporate and like post a crazy corporate thing on my Instagram, I most likely won't do it. Yeah. You know, that's not that's just not who I am. I, I I'm not. I'm not a guy who sells product, you know, like I'm a person who just, you know, who sells more of like whatever I do. Like if I wake up and I feel good and I want to go shoot a video of my friend skating, I'll do that and I'll post it, you know, like, yeah, I want to do jobs that sort of like, you know, work with what I already do. You've got integrity, which yeah, is rare. Integrity. That's the thing, man. And everyone's chasing the, the metrics, the new tactic, yeah. the new hack, the new, mm-hmm. what am I doing now? And I think, um, it's it's a it's a bit like when you listen to Joe Rogan. It's kind of you know that people are always saying, "Can I be on your show to get listeners?" Mm-hmm. And if he if he's not into it, he's like, "No, I just want to talk to my mates. I don't want to have to. If I talk to one political person, I don't have to talk to all of them. I just talk to the people I like, and that's all I do. And it's just a chat." And he always yeah, exactly. downplays it, but I think that's the art of it is because it really is just that simple. It's like mm-hmm. we're just going to talk, and as he said, like, I think if, if I had someone over for dinner, I don't think we'd run out of things to say. So, like, why Probably. is it any different, you know? You can have conversations for hours, man, especially yeah. about interesting topics. Oh, man, that can never go wrong. No, exactly. So, I, th- I think that's the same thing. Like I said, you're kind of, you're open to opportunities, but you have your a strong moral compass on what, what's important. And you have an idea of, an idea of where you want to go. And I think that's, that's shrewd because everything is changing so fast and it's mm-hmm. always evolving. Are you on TikTok? Have you have you moved across there yet? Um, I actually have a TikTok. I I, I tested it once. Yeah. And I got like maybe like three thousand views, like that, like on like one video, just my first video. But you know, like I was saying, okay, like with this, like with this, I would have to come up with a with with with, with a plan. I think you know yeah. because you know, like with TikTok, you have to. I mean, kids are already like clocking out like fourteen million views. I know. You know it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, like the catch up to that would be, you know, would be would would low key be a miracle, or I would have to do something that is extremely organic. Yeah, like I, I think like as you say, it's another job, isn't it? To like because you have to pay attention, you got to be correct, yeah, and, and with the yeah. with the time frame, your content has got to be very different, and it is a different, it's a totally different audience as well. So it's probably not exactly. that valuable to you, really, that audience at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know, you know what I was thinking? Um, I was thinking. If TikTok would have came out a few, like six years ago, around the time when Instagram was just, you know, like, you know, going through that golden era of like Instagrammers, influencers. Yeah. The time I came up in, which is pretty interesting, you know, um, I, I feel like, you know, like I would probably have a different following on TikTok than, yes. than, you know, and then, than my Instagram, which is, which is interesting because it would be more visual. People would be able to see me vicariously in the moment. Yeah. Filming, doing, and I, and, and what I would do is I would sort of, try to collaborate what I'm doing on the roofs or underground, you know, um, and try to like add some type of music to it, try to turn it into something that's more like fun. <laughs> yes. That's a really good point. I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm, if you've got time, I've got a few questions I wanted to ask, but the one thing I want to nail and you might've hinted it just there was, so how do you stay creative? Like how do you think of evolving your style always to keep it fresh or like to keep, go, I don't want to become repetitive. I don't want to get stuck for like a look. And then I'm. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got. How do I? What? What? What elements do you mix together to kind of find that inspiration? I spend a lot of time alone, especially when I want to be creative. Um, you know what I'll do is I'll um, 
I'll shut myself off from the world for a few seconds. Yeah. Or days. You know, like I'll 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 literally stay quiet, you know, and just be to myself for a few days and I'll go out and I'll search for inspiration. You know, some days I may not even use my camera because I I need to make sure my mind is fresh. I need to make sure I don't get stuck in the loop. Um I try not to watch too many people. I try not to like obsess over what they're doing over their success. Yeah. Because what works for them doesn't work for me. You know, and I try to also dig deep within my creativity. I try to really, really add some type of emotion to it. If there's no emotion, then it can't work for me. You know, like it has to be something that like that shows time and effort and 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 a lot of a, a lot of emotion, a lot of hurt, a lot of everything. Everything has to be put into it. You know, whether it be me involving my friends, a loved one, you know, or a story that I just want to convey, even with a photo. You know, like. If I post a photo, the photo has to has to convey a certain type of emotion. Yeah, you know, like that's that's a big part of my creativity is emotion. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because it is you, the consistent theme is thoughtfulness. Like you're very thoughtful yeah. about, as you said, like when you were shooting the buildings, it was like if it's not right, I'm not going to do it. I'll take exactly. my time. I won't be rushed into it. With my career, I'm not going to be rushed. I've got to think about is this right for me. There is a exactly. lot of there is a lot of thought that goes in, which is probably why your work's so good because. There's a lot going on in the subconscious all the time, mm-hmm. thinking, planning, learning. And then when you go to do it and you go, right, now's the time. I can put, exactly. bring that all together. Yeah, that's interesting. Because, exactly. you know, cause be, because I also have days where, I mean, I have, I have like videos already done. I have ideas already in my head. But it's like, sometimes I like, I like to wait until the feeling is right. Yeah. And then I'll shoot it. You know, like. Sometimes it's in my head and I have my laptop right before me. Um, you know, I can wake up some days and I'll get straight to it. Yeah. You know, I'm inspired by something or I hear a song. As soon as I hear a song, the idea instantly comes to my head. Like, you know, even with a few videos that I, you know, recently put out, just like, just by hearing one song, I was instantly able to create and I was able to build a story around it. Yeah. You know, that the song has to convey a certain type of emotion. You know, it has to be an emotion that I'm very familiar with for me to, you know, for me to produce the content that I want to produce. That's interesting because that, that that's the that's the the sort of wonderful but ultimately quite frustrating element of creativity. It could be two yeah. minutes or two months. You just don't know when it will strike, and it's not something to easily replicate, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you're right. And and, and 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 like one of the hardest things is too is that um you know when it comes to social media and being a content creator, sometimes you can have the analytics and you can have people um trying to hit you up and say, oh, you know, what are you doing? Are you falling off? Are you not working? Are you not focused? You know, just because they don't see you on the Instagram or active on Instagram, they feel like you're not actively working. Yes, you might have you a know? life outside Instagram, unbelievably. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you know, I, I, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. But sometimes it can be tedious. Sometimes it can be, you know, a heartache, you know, because, you yeah. know, sometimes they say, oh, the engagement isn't this good or it isn't that, you know, like, Sometimes you feel like you're ruled by an algorithm, and you know yeah. that's 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 not high end. You know, I'm a person who likes to go out and do things. You know, I, I like I like I like to go out and break rules, man. You know, like I, I like to do things that that don't that 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 don't always make sense. Yes, and it's I, like you know, you've got a curious mind. I, th- I think like you you break rules because you're you're wondering what's on the other side of that rule. What can I exactly. find? It's not like I'm going to break rules to just be a pain or to prove no, no, a point it's not that at all it's kind of i'm curious to know what's up the top of that building or behind that wall or under there exactly. and someone it's like so i so i know I, i'm curious to know what that will look like and i think that curiosity 
is what keeps you sharp, isn't it? It's kind of like you say, that's why you'll, you'll go and go, if I'm going to go on a paraglider or I'm going to film a low angle of, a, of while I'm skateboarding, it's all just, I want to test new things. No, I think it's, yeah, I think, like I said, there's a, there's a lot of um, creative intelligence you know, going on all the time, which is, that's what impressed me when I first met you. I was always like this, you know, I say this kid, I'm not being condescending, but I was like these super talented and I was meeting you. Then I saw the work. I was deeply impressed. So, so all I can say is like, we've, you know, I, I know you're super busy and you, I really appreciate your time. Um, I want to do this again. I've got more sort of structured please, questions no, no, please. and we'll do it on Skype because I can see all the zoom and all that. It's like, they're a bit of a nightmare, but Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm um, really, like I said, I, I've been looking forward to this. But one thing I really want is I want people who listen to the podcast to follow you because okay. I think they'll, they're will they going to learn and they're going to like what they see because you're a really good guy. And I think they will be, like I said, it's a real in pleasure living through your work and what you're doing. Because, you, yeah, like I said, you. it's the integrity and the honesty is so rare and so important. It's like this is what Instagram should be. And I think those people deserve to be champions. So if we, if people want to follow you, um, let us know how can they get in touch. Well, um, people can follow me at Vic Invades, V-I-C-I-N-V-A-D-E-S. And um, if you want to search even harder, if you can't find me on Google, you can just hashtag it, throw invades with a emoji key, and then you'll find me right there. <laughs> so that's great, man. Like I said, Instagram is the place to go. And if they do look on Google. They're going to probably find a few documentaries about you, which are well worth watching as well. So no, but like yeah. I said, you are more than that. Though time has moved on and you and serve you. So all I can say is thank you so much for coming on. I will definitely hit you up to do this again, and uh, I'm excited <laughs> to see what you got planned next. Likewise, man. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate that. No problem, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. We'll talk again. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Vic Invades. He's definitely one to watch. As always, if you found this valuable, please share it with someone who might enjoy it. And if you have any questions for me personally, you can send an email to thad at thadjucation or go to anchor.fm forward slash thadjucation and there you can actually leave me a voicemail. Have a great day. I always appreciate the lessons. Rate, review, subscribe and all that stuff. Thank you.